Today's scripture reading comes from Genesis chapter 32, verses 22 through 31. Jacob wrestles at Peniel. The same night he got up and took his two wives, his two maids, and his eleven children, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream, and likewise everything that he had. Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on the hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. The sun rose upon him as he passed Penuel, limping because of his hip. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord, we thank you for this day to confront the truth about us, but greater still to confront the truth about you. Help us to see your forgiveness in each other. Help us to know your forgiveness in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. One of the guiding principles of Scripture is that God uses broken things. Soil must be broken for a crop to be produced. Broken clouds give rain. Broken grain gives bread. It is the broken alabaster box that gives forth fragrant perfume. God uses the broken. Before God could use Moses to deliver the chosen people, God had to put him in the remotest part of a desert. Taking care of sheep for 40 years. Now, think about that. Honest work, good work. But remember, he was a prince of the royal family in Egypt. And now he is tending sheep. Before God could use Isaiah, one of the greatest prophets in our history, God had to bring Isaiah, Isaiah to a point where he cried out, Woe is me. 
Remember the Apostle Paul? Great preacher? Converter of the Gentile world? Paul, the one broken by a thorn in the flesh? Also, God could remind Paul of the greatest lesson he would need to fulfill his calling. My grace is sufficient. Even Christ's body had to be broken on the cross before the blessing of his salvation could come to a broken world. I'm going to challenge you this morning to pray one of the most difficult prayers that I know. Lord Jesus, break me utterly for your service. That is an incredibly bold prayer. It is an incredibly frightening prayer. If we live our lives according to this prayer, what would have to change? What would have to be taken away from our lives? What would have to be added to our lives? Lord Jesus, break me utterly. Nobody wants to be broken. And yet, it is a guiding principle of Scripture. Bold and frightening. And to help us with that, today we are revisiting an utterly broken man. A literally broken man. Okay, I'll say it. I guess you could say his hip is out of joint. Yeah, I know I shouldn't have. And now he stands. Picture this. And now he stands at the Jabbok River waiting to see what Esau will do. Now, the the ford of the Jabbok was the place where there was a conflict between two paths. It was not only a physical place, it was a metaphor for what Esau and Jacob had done. Two paths that all of a sudden, in this place, the ford came together. Now what's going to happen? What's going to happen at that place. Tell me, God does not know how to set a scene. God has set this up perfectly. The story of Jacob tells us that Jabbok is a place of total surrender. It's in the story. It's a place to encounter God. That too is in the story. Jabbok is a place of new beginnings. At Jabbok, Jacob was wounded, renamed, blessed, 
and made a new person. On the bank of the Jabbok, Jacob was reborn. Behind Jacob is the deceitful past. Before him is an entirely new way of living. But first, Jacob had to be broken, emptied of pride and self-righteousness. To experience Jabbok is to experience a turning point. Jabbok is a place of separation and of goodbye. He had to send his family, divide them, and send them on the other side. It is the end of a chapter and the beginning of a new one. Jabbok is the bridge between the pains of yesterday and the hope of tomorrow. Today, our Jabbok sits on the altar, our sacred meal. Important decisions are made at Jabbok. To forgive so we might be forgiven. The decision to give up foolish ways to live the way of Jesus. At Jabbok, we can wrestle with God ourselves and learn that we are not beyond healing, not damaged beyond all repair, not wounded beyond recovery. At Jabbok, we might even find the courage to pray that bold and frightening prayer, Lord Jesus, break me utterly for your service. Wounded by our transgressions, scarred by our sin, we come to this, our Jabbok, to be forgiven to be renamed, to be blessed, to be made a new person. This is our place and our time to wrestle with God and to enter into a new way of living. Lord Jesus, break us utterly for your service. Bold, frightening, and so very worth it. Amen.